0: Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We consecrate this reflection to our divine companion, our beloved, the Holy Spirit, through Mary, our mother. Come, Holy Spirit, come as we enter the silence of our imaginations, the silence of our memory and then into the silence of our hearts. You have been given the work, Holy Spirit, to transform us, to purify us, to unite us intimately to God, Trinity. We, the mothers of the cross with Mary, open our hearts to you, Holy Spirit, Come, Holy Spirit, come. Come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Abba, Father, we praise you. We thank you for choosing us. We thank you for the gift of your only begotten Son, our beloved Jesus crucified. And we thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit, our closest, divine companion, spouse of our Blessed Mother. And we thank you for the gift of our Most Holy Mother, our Queen Mother Superior. Thank you, our Blessed Mother, we, your maidens, the mothers of the cross, open our hearts to be formed by you and through your spouse, the Holy Spirit. For the glory of God and the salvation of souls and the holy and most pure church, the bride of Christ. Amen. So we're going to go to level four the silence of our imagination. All human knowledge comes through the senses and is recalled through the imagination this is why the imagination is such a key faculty and very much fought over by both good angels and the bad angels by and large this is the battleground where spiritual combat takes place between these two opposing forces that fight over the affections of our hearts. We need to cultivate images that inspire us to holiness and the practice of virtue. We do this by filling the imagination, by meditating on the lives of Christ, Mary, and the saints. Christian devotion especially recognizes the necessity of meditating on Christ's passion, death, and resurrection. In a message given on November 3rd, 2017, this is when Father Geordi, Daniel, Marie, and I were in the Holy Land. And before and in the Holy Sepulchre, our Blessed Mother spoke these words, Remain with me, And pray the stations of the cross so that many hearts will be open, will see, and be converted. My sisters, our imagination, our mind has to be immersed in the passion of Christ. Patty went through this beautiful work of giving us the stations of the cross so that we could enter this meditation so that our interior eyes could constantly contemplate the beauty of Jesus' agony of love for us. I'm not going to mention, because I already did, all the things that are detrimental to our imagination This is also the battleground with pornography because it enters the imagination, the mind. And then those images Satan uses as a constant attack. And therefore, as women, especially today, we will pray for the deliverance of so many souls that we personally know that are addicted that are so attached to pornography. So let us enter the fifth level of silence, the silence of the memory. Deuteronomy 8.2 Remember the long way that the Lord your God has led you. Remembering has been a very important part of our formation. I think it was in 2016, we had a retreat all focused on remembering. And this is the silence of the memory, the constant practice, especially in suffering and in pain, of remembering all that God has done in our lives Part of our misery is that we forget how quickly we can forget, especially when we're suffering. On May nineteenth, 2023, the Lord said to us, Rejoice these days and remember them when the time of the great lamentation begins. Remember how present I am in each of your lives. Remember my words which have come to you because I am loved. Remembering who God is, remembering all that he has done for us, brings us into his peace. Brings us into the silence of the embrace with God. Remembering, especially during difficult moments, help us to remain in that calm dignity of our Blessed Mother. Therefore, it is a discipline of our will. And there is the silence of choosing every day to remember. The memory. Considered in natural terms, is what defines and distinguishes every individual. The recollection of past relations with family and friends, our moral and intellectual formation, the decisions we have made, whether for good or for bad, the experiences we have had, both pleasant and painful all come together to form the unique identity of each of us. That's our personal tradition. And the Holy Spirit is the living memory of the Church, making this memory present in various ways. In our personal memory, there is an Ongoing maturation of our self awareness. The Holy Spirit leads the church as a whole and in her individual members in an ongoing living self awareness through trials, purifications, consolations, and intimate experiences with God. We respond or fail to respond to his assistance. My sisters, the silence of the memory is a constant awareness that every moment, in good times and in bad times, in sickness and in health, the Holy Spirit is present to us and with us, and working. Most souls desire to receive something from Jesus, but very few souls live solely to remember and thank Him for His sacrifice of love that continues in the Eucharist. My purpose in life is to live every moment of my life remembering and appreciating the love of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Therefore, we must be maidens, mothers of the cross, that are in continuous thanksgiving as we remember the goodness of God. The misuse of the memory. How do we misuse our memory? It's so easy. By either living in the past or in the future, the Holy Spirit is present in each and every moment. This reminds me a lot of Jean Pierre de Cassade, the sacrament of the present moment. That is living continuously in the presence of the Holy Trinity. Therefore, we have to silence our tendency to be stuck in the past. And that is why, from the beginning, the Lord brings us into our wounds to deal with our wounds. Because if we don't, then we become stuck in them and we live stuck in the past and in the future and are not able to live in the joy of the moment. The Holy Spirit is the living memory of the Church, realizing the efficacious presence, the realization of Christ's true presence in the Eucharist, Do this in memory of me. The Holy Spirit makes truly present the living body of Christ for the life of the church and her members. Therefore, as we are before Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, we're living in the Eucharist. The moment of Jesus' passion is alive and present before our eyes. The love of Jesus crucified in this moment is present before our eyes. Living in the silence of our memory is constantly taking our attention, moving our attention to the center, to Christ how often we can be in adoration and we start thinking of what we didn't do, what we have to do. It's our weakness. It's our littleness. And God always reminds us how little we are. We have to get comfortable being nothing because then we can be so happy with ourselves because <laughs> we're nothing. <laughs> and so we just look at the Lord and say, my Lord, I give you all of these distractions focus me, have mercy on my misery. And then just gently going back, the silence of the memory, the silence of the moment. Fear, as we have learned, if not confronted, becomes an obstacle to remembering and to live in the present moment. If we live in fear, We're living in the future. What's going to happen? Or the past? We're not living in the moment. Therefore, we have to be so attentive to fear in our hearts. And we have to silence that fear. We have to give it to the Lord by continuing to praise him, to thank him and to begin to remember like a litany, the litany of our own lives, all the graces we've received. Every day, we should be thanking God, especially for the gift of having invited us to be victim souls. Thank you. It's all grace, the gift of the simple path to union with God. God's heavenly manual was given to us for the church to form these saints of the end times. Do we thank him? Do we remember? And now, this new invitation from the Father to be the maidens of the cloister of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Thank you. This is all in a Abundance of grace. Do we remember daily? Do we thank the Lord? That pierces the fears, the anxieties. I'm going to skip six since I covered it. And I'm going to the seventh level of silence, the silence of the heart. As we know well, the silence of the heart is enjoyed by a person in possession of his emotions, as the Lord has been teaching us. December 28, 2021, on the Feast of the Holy Innocents, the Lord gave us a teaching on the silence of the heart on our emotions. He said, At the core of every human person are there feelings and emotions at the core of every wound, desire and expectations are feelings and emotion. Every sin is brought about by reacting to one's feelings and emotions. The purification of a soul's emotions is the deepest purification of a soul the purification of the essence of your being. As you choose to no longer react, nor even act from your feelings and emotions, your interior gaze is focused on me, on seeking only God's will. My sisters meditate that when you're alone. Every time we choose to not react or even act, especially from a strong emotion, and we just allow it to be there and not react from it immediately, we turn our gaze to the Lord. My Lord, I am feeling so angry right now. I am feeling so agitated, so frustrated. What do you want me to do with these emotions, my Lord? Take them. Grant me the grace to silence them, to dim them. What is your will, my Lord? And little by little, we go advancing In the silence of the heart, our gaze continuously is what is your will with these emotions? What is most pleasing to you? And when we fall, we say to the Lord, forgive me, we go to confession. I reacted. I reacted from this agitation. Help me, my Lord, to silence these emotions. It is a continuous work. And this is why we have to persevere. I continue with the message. It requires a profound interior attentiveness to the deepest stirrings within your being. This deep interior contemplation can only be lived by souls who have entered a life of silence and prayer. You now begin to know yourself in God. You come to understand that nothing good can come from you, but only from God. I asked, my Lord, how do you die to all your feelings and emotions? They are a part of all men. And the Lord answered, your feelings and emotions do not die. But your will discerns them according to God's will and for his glory. You choose. So it's not a matter of feelings. It's a matter of choice. You choose. For love of me to allow the spirit to align your feelings and emotions to please me in all things and to aid in the salvation of countless souls. You are no longer driven by your feelings and emotion. You choose to deny yourself solely to please me in all things. Here we really get into the depths of of the silence of the heart. My sisters. We are living in the silence. Of his will. In that interior constant gaze. As our emotions. Are being dimmed in God. And we stop reacting or acting. This is true. Interior silence. This leads into the next part of the silence of the heart. The passion that can serve God's righteousness, meaning the emotion that can serve God's righteousness, is loving sorrow. I encourage you to add to your examination of conscience Very specifically, the emotions. You know, that attentiveness to see what emotions did not serve the purpose of the Lord. You know, where did we allow our emotions to just take over? That needs to always be before our confession to help us grow in this silence of the heart. On November 5th, 2022, the Lord showed us how the union of sorrows is the perfect union of love with God on earth. My sisters, these teachings from the Lord to us is at the center of the core of our formation as mothers of the cross, victim souls. And now, Maidens of the Cloister of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. The Lord said, My sorrows lived in my human heart. Reveal the love of God. This sentence is key for us. Jesus, as the God-man, lives all the emotions. The one emotion of God's sorrows reveals perfectly the love of God. Here is the transformation for us of the purification of our sorrows, our sadness, so that our sorrows are so pure that they reveal the love of God for our husbands, for our children for the world, for the church, for those most difficult to love. I continue. The Lord says, My sorrows and my love are one. As I purify your emotions in me, I am drawing you into the depth of my sacred heart to live as one in my sorrows. Here is our distility of heart. Our union with Jesus Christ, my sisters, is in his sorrows. We cannot be one with him outside of his sorrows. So every time we resist this union of sorrows, we are resisting the union with God. And there is the silence of the heart. What in my heart has to be silenced, has to be purified? That is an obstacle to this union in the sorrows of our beloved. I continue in the message. The union of sorrows is the perfect union of love with God on earth. The sorrows you live are my sorrows for souls. This union of sorrows is where I'm bringing each of you. For it is the perfect union of love and therefore the perfect prayer to aid in the redemption of countless souls. Remain in my sorrows, as one with Mary, my mother of sorrows, to obtain many graces for souls during these decisive times. Enter the silence of this most perfect union which is the fruit of living the second nail of crucifixion with me. I seal your mind, body, and soul with my kiss of love and gratitude. Go in peace. Remain in my sorrows. The second condition that our Blessed Mother gave us To become her maidens, to say yes to her, was remaining in the sorrows of her son. This has to become our way of life, who we are. Without silence, my sisters, it is impossible to enter our sorrows and to allow the Holy Spirit to bring our sorrows into the sacred heart of Jesus to live his sorrows. This is the most interior work of holy silence accomplished by the Holy Spirit in our hearts. In the path, on page 284, it explains it this way. Silence allows us to get in touch with our sorrows so that we can enter them and unite them with the sorrows of Jesus. Then our sufferings are no longer obstacles in our path to God, but actually become the path to union with him. When Mary embraced her son as in the Pietà, She embraced and received the brokenness of all humanity. When we join her in this embrace of her Son, we too receive in our hearts the wounds of many souls, through Jesus, with Him, and in Him. In this way, we live the holy sacrifice of the Mass in our ordinary lives. I want you to close your eyes a minute. And as we see Mary in that image of the Pietà with the body of her son, that broken body represents our husbands, our children, our co-workers, our parents, our priests, our friends, our brothers, our sisters, our aunts, our uncles, our grandparents, and on and on. Imagine, use your imagination. This is a silence to see yourself embracing. the most difficult person right now in your life. It is the crucified body of Christ. Maria's song, El Cristo Roto, the broken Christ. As we embrace Jesus's with Mary, Jesus' broken body into our hearts, we're embracing all these broken souls and we enter the silence of sorrow as we receive into our hearts through Jesus crucified the brokenness of each of those members in our our territory of souls. And we enter the sorrow of their brokenness. And we do the work as victim souls with Mary Of suffering their brokenness. In the sorrows of Christ gazing at him. At Mary in the Pietà. It's a work of silence. This is the work. The interior work of the cloister. This is how we save souls. Most of the people in our lives will never enter so profoundly into the depths of their hearts. Most of the men in our lives will never enter their wounds, will never even see their disorders. And we are called to receive them, to allow their disorders to pierce us, to cry with Christ, This is the work of the silence of the heart. This is the work of the Pieta, who we are. Our Lord said it clearly on August 8, 2011. Silence allows you to embrace fully the sorrow of your heart. Silence allows you to enter fully the sorrow I am permitting in your heart. As you embrace this pain and suffering, you are embracing me. You are embracing my pain and suffering and thus entering my heart. For my heart is all pain and love. Towards the end of that message, he said, "Exteriorly." Smile and tend to the duties of your vocation with detail and love. But interiorly, through the arms of silence, live embracing your sorrows. In this way, you are embracing my crucified body and soothing my wounds. This is the life of love. This is the life of a mother of the cross. For it is the life of my mother. This. I can't stress enough. My sisters. Is at the core. Of our work. Of who we are. Of our identity and of our mission. That is why. God has chosen us to enter into the cloister of Mary. This is at the core of who Mary is as the mother of God and the mother of us, of mankind. This is her work as co-redemptrix. It's an interior work that's been in the church for always. And yet this treasure, this way of life is still known by very few souls and practiced by even fewer, including cloistered souls. This is the work of a mother of the cross. If we're not willing to grow in this level of silence, to live this interior work, then we're not responding to who we are called to be. So, this brings us to patience. The first quality of love, according to St. Paul, is that it is patient, that is to say, it is capable of enduring suffering for love. The work of salvation was a passionate work of patient endurance on february seventeenth twenty twenty two the Lord said, be very patient during this stage of purification, meaning the second nail. Do not be discouraged as you see your self-love, but live in gratitude because seeing the truth is freedom. The only way a soul can forget herself is to see the truth of her broken condition and to see the truth of God's merciful love. Then he goes on to say in that message, thank God continuously in every breath. And at the end, he says, therefore rejoice, my little one, with dance and timbrel in hand. I can't wait till we dance. <laughs> what we're going to dance. <laughs> But we have to rejoice. The more we see our inability to live, this great calling, that means we're growing. It's when we think we're living this that there is the problem. The more we see the lack of silence, the more we see how we forget, the more we see how we react to our emotions. That's what the Lord is saying. The first person we have to be patient with is ourselves. We need to be patient with ourselves. And God is constantly telling us that we are the delight of his heart. So look at the patience he has with us because he knows we're trying. And God understands our weakened condition. He understands and he loves us. And we have to love ourselves and accept our weak condition. And persevere, though. Persevere in trying. We need to get up daily because we fall daily. That's the passion of Christ. And we get up and we look at him. And he encourages us. And that's what he's saying. Every time you're feeling discouraged, we need to read this message. You need to start to have your messages like, you know, in categories. <laughs> it's <laughs> This is for patience for me. (laughs) Thank you, my Lord. And look how beautiful the Lord says. The only way a soul can forget herself is to see the truth of our condition. These words from the Lord are so full of tenderness to us, so full of love. We can be so hard on others and on ourselves. And look at the Lord, especially with women. Read the scriptures. He's so patient because he knows the hearts of women. He loves us so much. So we have to be that way also. Um, Okay, let me finish rejoicing. And the next talk will begin with the dark night of the soul. Okay? So the silence of the heart also incorporates joy. Joy and sorrow need to be as one in Mary. If not, if we are all sorrow without joy, that's not that we're in a depression. (laughs) We're depressed women. And that is not a victim soul. Joy and sorrow have to be one. And the Lord is always telling us to rejoice. Okay, in January 19th, 2023, he said to us, Your tears will turn into dancing. Rejoice, my little one, rejoice. For your God and Savior has found favor with you, each of you. And your prayers and supplications are being blessed by the Father. For he hears the cry of the poor. What does it say in one of the Beatitudes? Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Rejoice, my daughters, rejoice. I asked the Lord a long time ago, how does this work? I have so much sorrow, I can't find the joy. That's been a real struggle for me, to really find the joy, and it's a process. And then the Lord gives me a litany, this beautiful litany. The joy is found in believing, here we go with the faith and the hope, that your tears are saving souls. The joy is found in believing that your sorrows are one with me. And it's a whole litany. Okay, the message is June 28, 2011. So I'm going to end there with a the silence of rejoicing. So we thank God for all he's given us and we rejoice that we have come to know our misery and we rejoice That God is infinite mercy. And we rejoice that in the midst of our weakness, he has chosen us to be mothers of the cross and maidens of the cloister of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. What joy. What joy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, our God, our Savior, our one and our all. Thank you, our most holy and beautiful mother. Thank you. Amen.
1: mío <laughs> Amado mío desde el pesebre hasta la cruz te has entregado en mí en tu amor crucificado tu corazón me has dado moriste para mí y te has quedado encarcelado tanto has amado que para mí te hiciste pan de vida para alimentarme y de tu amor saciarme para vivir en mí y ahora al fin Te digo, sí, me entrego toda a ti, esposa, amante y fiel, para endulzar con mi beso de amor la ayer de tu pasión de amor. esperado como eterno enamorado Y tu beso apasionado Es más dulce que la miel En el madero de tu lecho es donde hoy quiero Amar sin miedo, abrazada a ti en la cruz has consumado en mí tu amor y me has salvado. Has borrado mi pecado. Ha triunfado en mí tu luz. Y ahora al fin te digo si sí, me entrego toda ti. Esposa, amante y fiel Para endulzar con mi beso de amor La hiel de tu pasión